Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kelly. And we've been friends for 15 years. We're the hosts of Meet Cute and Mistletoe, a podcast dedicated to celebrating the most ridiculous aspects of today's holiday romance movies. We met while working at a publishing company and became friends through our shared love of sci-fi dramas and rom-coms, especially those Christmas ones. Years ago, I started hosting Christmas movie nights at my house where the festivities moved from drinking games to full-on bingo, calling out the common tropes and themes of these formulaic love stories. But with this year's pandemic, the holiday season looks a bit different. We might not be able to meet up in person, but we can still have a good time. The Christmas party has gone digital and you're invited. So grab a warm blanket and a cup of hot cocoa and cozy up with us while we discuss this week's meet cute. Hey guys, Lindsay here. And I'm Kelly. And today we're discussing Christmas Crush, a TV movie about hot chicks reliving their glory days of high school glee club. And I guess some other stuff? It's a promise (laughs) and distinctively reminiscent of a slice of time when pop culture actually considered the TV show Glee and the idea of a Glee club cool for a moment in American history, which I just got to say, what a time to be alive. (laughs) I don't know that we're still in that time anymore. Unfortunately Um, not. Yeah. Also, not to be confused with the similarly named 2019 film named A Christmas Crush. This (laughs) Christmas Crush was a 2012 TV movie previously titled Holiday High School Reunion. Um, And it co-stars the likes of Harry Hamlin, Mary Lou Henner, and Mean Girls' Aaron Samuel himself jonathan bennett so you can stream it for free on the peacock channel or on a host of other locations i went onto my roku and just like put in the name and saw that there were like five different places you could watch it for free um and speaking of free things download a copy of our holiday rom-com bingo card set from our website if you want to add an extra layer of fun to your movie viewing we have an assortment of bingo card pdfs which are posted on our meetcuteandmistletoe.com website or you can follow our links on social to get to the website. So Twitter is at MC Mistletoe Pod and all other social is at Meet Cute and Mistletoe. So you can play along the bingo game as you watch the movie on your own. We will be calling out the tropes here as we discuss. And that means we're giving you a warning that there will be spoilers ahead. Um, But save the center score for the end, which is when we will decide the most over-the-top moment of the film. And one more way to elevate your movie night in, Kelly has made another signature treat to go along with the movie. So, Kel, what's in the kitchen this week? One of the major themes in this movie, I felt, was not letting go of the person you were in high school. Uh, so true. And the expectations of who you've become, and which we all hopefully know doesn't define who you are, but 
in this world, <laughs> who you were in high school matters above everything else, apparently. Yeah. Uh, this week, I made a spiked rhubarb rosé punch called mm. Peaked in High School Punch. <laughs> <laughs> An addictive, slightly bittersweet, and effervescent concoction in a pleasantly pink hue. You can try it at home and check it out on our website at meetcuteandmistletoe.com. And I'm actually drinking it right now. <laughs> cheers, cheers. Well, if you are double fisting your peaked in high school punch and your bingo card, then I think it's time to reunite with our high school holiday reunion Christmas crush. <laughs> Uh, act one, most likely to succeed. Meet Georgia Hunt, a fashion industry seamstress who's immediately yelled at for trying to accessorize a fashion show outfit, which like, duh, you're a seamstress. <laughs> so we know she's unhappy, but she hands out gifts to lowly coworkers. So we also know she's kind, which I guess is to get us to like instantly root for her. Um, and she laments her sad career and love life to her mother over the phone. So I guess we're also posts also supposed to know that she's desperate. It's like kind of a really weird intro. <laughs> um, also the literally the first two minutes of the movie, we learned that her mother set her up with her own cousin who her mom thought was adopted and what? was like, that's cool that's a good like setup and also that she made out with the cousin oh god <laughs> what is wrong with this movie already like two minutes in two minutes in um, she's the mom's like what i thought he was adopted she's like he's still family mom and i just want to know like in what scenario would she not have known that that was her covet cousin um and that they were family, like, going into the date. I was how so confused you, about that. How do you not know that's... I don't... What? No. Gross. No. No, who's, no, no. Who's writing that as, like, a fun, like, oh, this will be, like, a fun way to start the movie. <laughs> the I, I feel like it sets us up for exactly the tone to expect the whole movie. <laughs> Back at her apartment, she's packing up to go home for the holidays, and as she's doing so, she's watching some vague fashion news segment on the television where she sees that the designer that she works for actually used her accessories after all. And she, like, it convinces her. She literally is like, oh, I'm a genius. Oh, my God. Um, and so because I've seen this movie too many times to count, like, literally, I think, like, maybe seven or eight times I've seen this movie. It's become a recurring uh, must-see in our household. Um, I'll just note that it still astonishes me how Georgia, she'll carry on this exact diluted confidence and enthusiasm, like, literally throughout the entire movie. This, like, oh, <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> what the heck? Um, 
I'm convinced if I met this person in real life, I might punch her in the face. <laughs> it's, it got, it's too much. She was too, is too much. She's cartoonish. Yeah. I, my notes say Bambi, like just. <laughs> so also like dying laughing at, she finds this framed photo of her and a guy while she's packing <laughs> and it's amazing i had to like freeze frame and like pull my housemate in to come and check it out on the screen because her head is so clearly photoshopped onto it did you notice it i noticed that so hard <laughs> like they didn't even try man oh. and with that as she's staring at this framed photo, we're taken back to one of many, many flashbacks to high school that we will see throughout this movie. And we learned that Georgia is the head cheerleader and she's dating the football quarterback and they're both clearly in their mid thirties. <laughs> and with that, it feels like they go to a commercial break. So that's the end of our first act. <laughs> um, it's a lot packed in there. Is there anything else that you oh. like noted to you wanted to bring up at all? Well, I mean, you were just talking about the first flashback. So they're wearing these cheer uniforms, mm -hmm. right? And I don't know if you noticed, it says West yes. on the sweater. The school's name is Preston High. Oh, that's a very good good point. Where? <laughs> why? why <laughs> it's just like the details. I think you and I are both very detail oriented. I think yeah. anyone who who is the same way would notice. Why would you name the school a certain name and then a part of the the uniform doesn't match? It's kind of like come on guys like you yeah know, just as, um one more thing i wanted to talk about yeah the the fashion show oh my god the fashion show i know i was like do i unpack this <laughs> so first of all this movie was what 2012 right yeah. the music that yeah. they're walking is straight up late 90s like it's, yeah like you know, pulsating techno music is what the closed captioning said. <laughs> pulsating techno music. And it felt very much to me like kind of like the Mortal Kombat soundtrack <laughs> that I was all about in middle school. Um, and the outfits very much felt very... Mo if, if, you, if you were... If you played Mortal Kombat as a kid... Uh, you will understand the outfits looked very much to me like that. Like yeah. you have this girl, like look one, I like broke down all the looks, which we <laughs> don't have time. We don't have time to, to, to break down all of these looks, but there was one, the one that she was accessorizing in the back. It was like this, like, like bright jade green with black uh, like a fold, it felt like very much like um like a vest corset type thing, and yeah, then yeah. like this like fake boning, you know. And then she was wearing like silk creamy pajama pants, <laughs> and then the earrings she put on her looked like chain link fence material. Yeah, I, I don't. It understand. was a look. It, that, that accessory was, was a lot. 
And then you had another girl, look for is what I call it. She's wearing this like olive green silk organza like uh like coat that parachuted at the back and it literally looked like a parachute like she just flew down or it was like a tent that she put on herself like it, she got it from rei and just yeah <laughs> well I, I guess i guess we figured out where the art department went <laughs> they were like perfect yeah they definitely had a real 90s feel i love it i love that you named the looks <laughs> So the bingo for this section, there's not a lot, um, there's not a lot of plot that happens so far, <laughs> but it's really just like introductory, almost like prologue to set things up. Um, we definitely have an unreasonable boss who is unreasonable. And then I wanted to pose it to you. Do you think that they're trying to say that she's like a workaholic? I think so. I think she's... I mean, we don't get it because we only see two minutes of her working, but yeah. I think maybe she is, you know, she probably works her ass off for this guy who doesn't seem like he's doing much. I'm wondering if these are her designs. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, it's meant to have this earring necklace set. Yeah. <laughs> um also, like, if those are her designs, I also still question her being in this industry. <laughs> yeah. So it rolls on into act two pretty quickly. Should I stay home or should I go to the reunion in keeping with our uh, throwback genre music, mm-hmm. <laughs> music video feel? Georgia's home for the holiday and discovers an invitation to a 10-year high school holiday reunion holiday party hosted <laughs> by their old chemistry teacher in the old high school gym and let me just stop us right here kelly do you go to this party that's uh, a no for me dog <laughs> it's like what <laughs> yeah i am so not going to that party none of none, nothing about that seems fun i paused on the um <laughs> on the invitation and was like dying over it i was just like why (laughs) but georgia is not going she's a virgin who can't drive i mean sorry wrong movie (laughs) she doesn't have a college degree a boyfriend or a good job it just like felt like really channeling that like clueless vibe in that scene (laughs) when they were talking um her mom thinks that these excuses are ridiculous though and so do i because there are way better reasons to not go to your 10-year high school holiday reunion like because it's being thrown by a teacher in the old school gym and your mom's going to be there too. (laughs) Everybody already knows that the only reason to go to a high school reunion is to hook up with an unattainable crush and your parental chaperone is really going to put a damper on those plans. So why would she go to that party for many different reasons? (laughs) But then we wouldn't have a movie, would we? (laughs) And a musical number. We would... (laughs) And like seven musical numbers. 
spoiler alert. Uh, Georgia clearly peaked in high school, as mm. your punch has made abundantly clear. Um, <laughs> her room is filled with trophies and ballet point shoes. So, of course, she also was a really good ballet dancer. And she's glancing around and giggling to herself like a baboon basically (laughs) (laughs) like she's like (laughs) looking at all of her stuff when surprise her old crew of mean girls shows up to coerce her into going to the reunion so that they can all perform an old glee routine i can say that word but she's clearly not yet convinced um Georgia and her mom, um, they hit up a Christmas tree lot when she runs into Ben. Ben, her high school best friend who disappeared right after graduation, but is obviously excited to see her again. Gee, I wonder where this could be going. (laughs) But speaking of Ben, I feel like their acting is on two very different levels. Yes, so different. Night and day. Yeah, I made a note. I was like, he plays grounded and subdued and, like, sarcastic and a bit morose, whereas she is, like, excessively bubbly and head in the clouds and fingers constantly in her mouth. So gross. (laughs) It's this weird, like, nail-biting giggling smiling thing that she does throughout the movie um and i think the actress is probably going for like cute and quirky mannerisms Mm. but even without covid in the air it is distracting and disgusting like she genuinely seems like she's like a toddler (laughs) i don't understand their friendship i feel like she just is i was really annoyed by her character oh my god the the bubbly really just looking like a you know a deer in very doe-eyed it just it was too much and he just seems like he has so much more to him like I Ben seems very interesting to me and I and smart and artistic and I just don't understand their friendship really uh I don't see why anyone like him would have wanted to hang out with her especially with the people she was friends she's friends with like I think it's interesting I don't know yeah it definitely strikes me as though they were trying to convey that like he is so like kind of like almost starstruck by her or something like Mm -hmm. wow you're the head of the cheerleaders and the glee club and the debate team and you're talking to little old me like you hang out with all of these popular people um but you know you'll deign to to spend your time with artistic little old me it i was like i kind of see what you're trying to do here but it also makes it seem like he's just like not actually interested in her as a person then but more of like her status or something the idea of who she is yeah yeah uh, yeah so like she and ben are there uh and they're discussing the reunion and i love how he's basically like oh god no i'm not going to that (laughs) (laughs) thank you that is the normal reaction to have um so they're discussing the reunion when she's like omg my ex 
football stud Craig just showed up. <laughs> Quick, run, Craig. hide. <laughs> Craig. She's like, OMG, ah! And Ben is like so over it because he has clearly matured in the last 20 years. But Georgia is now daydreaming of reuniting and has clearly left her intellect in the bleachers. And now she is, like, totally down for going to the reunion. Barf. And, yes, <laughs> that's the end of this, um, this act. Bingo for this section. There's a bit. We've got, obviously, the reunion trope happening. We've got, I'm going to go ahead and say carol singers because they, like, First, when the girls, when the mean girls show up to her house, and then again, when she flashes to, like, her dream sequence, the mean girls are all, are singing, like, the first day of Christmas oh, yeah. kind of version. Yeah. That works. But, yeah, it was like, they're, they're basically singing a carol. Um, we've got a run-in with the ex, a runaway from the ex. <laughs> With Craig, OMG. And also, very randomly, a completely unnecessary disapproving family scene thrown in with her dad. Thank you. (laughs) What was his deal, man? I don't know. He's such an ass. Her mom is so supportive. And then her dad's like, hey, kiddo, you're home again? (laughs) Like, oh, so you mean to tell me you're still just an assistant? I roll. I was just like, okay, well, so you're like actively trying to make her feel bad? I was very odd. Her dad was a dick. Her dad was a full on dick. Act three. Don't you forget about me. (laughs) They play that song multiple times. Fake Regina George is a snobby bitch. No surprise. She obviously hates fake Katie Heron. But fake Karen and fake Gretchen are too dumb to realize. This movie is basically lightly lifting from Mean Girls at this point. Yes. (laughs) She's clearly determined to make Georgia look bad in their Christmas dance performance. And we've all seen how well that's worked before because the plastics were covered just fine. And Mama Amy Poehler even got the whole thing on camcorder. Mm. Um, (laughs) Ben showed up to the reunion after all. He's determined to toilet paper the principal's office and cross it off of his bucket list sure dude that's why you're at the party um and craig showed up too but he is way too clueless to notice anyone who isn't standing directly in front of his face like that's legitimately a thing that keeps happening in the movie they have to be right in front of him saying hi craig he's just like on his own dimension (laughs) It is an interesting casting. Interesting casting. (laughs) (laughs) That said, I am obsessed with Craig's jock friend. Like, he's my Uh, favorite in the whole movie. Oh, you didn't even notice or note his name. Good on you. (laughs) (laughs) My, like, favorite interaction between them. There are many great ones. But um, there's, like, 
cheering and you know they do it they do like a cheers together and they sip their drinks and then craig's like is that rhubarb and then jay's like i don't know what the hell that is (laughs) (laughs) his delivery is so funny throughout the whole movie i I really like that guy (laughs) that's why the peaked in high school punch has rhubarb in it oh wink wink nudge nudge Mm. i get it um, while we're talking about all of these side characters, there is some for real body shaming yes. that happens with like fake Karen eating chocolate or really anything other than her 500 calorie a day detox tea diet. Um, <sighs> it's at pro- it's beyond problematic. Like yeah. it is, it is unfunny and unnecessary and adds nothing to the storyline. Um, not to mention the fact that she's an adorable girl with an adorable figure who clearly has an eating disorder happening. So yeah. <laughs> I'm know. really glad you brought this up. Um, I just want to get really serious because I think this is yeah. a very serious topic. You can't yeah. like the fact that they are making fun of this, like, clearly thin woman and they this is like such a huge theme throughout the movie with this character yeah it's like their go-to with her she has a legit eating disorder and i find it incredibly irresponsible to use this as comic relief it's not funny i for one in the past several several years ago had an eating disorder so that really just kind of was a damper for me in this movie like you guys should take this seriously like this is really bad writing um this aspect of this character was completely unnecessary there are young girls there are older girls there are men there are boys who watch this and i know it's meant to be a comedy but it's not funny so agree it's not funny yeah i'd really like to think that this would never happen in a movie made today I don't know for certain that I could say that, but I, I, it, it is appalling and it is really like takes you out of the, what the, the, the scene, yes. <laughs> whatever's happening. Cause you're like, Oh, Oh, the silliness that goes on in this movie and just how we, we enjoy it because it's so funny. Like it took me out of the movie because I was just like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Like, like your like mean girl character literally said maybe if you'd stop stuffing your face mm-hmm. you wouldn't have get dumped all the time and yeah. i'm just like that is so hurtful and i know that character is supposed to be a bitch but that is so fucked up we you know we can we can enjoy the ridiculousness of the other aspects but we got to we got to acknowledge the the badness there yeah so, yeah, basically, fuck Regina George. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ben and Georgia manage to break in and toilet paper the principal's office before she presses him about the past decade. After graduation, he disappeared to Europe and she dropped out of design school. Impressive backstories, guys. <laughs> Like I was like, wah, wah, when they were having that conversation. 
cool man yeah it was just like oh man <laughs> um they're having a real moment when suddenly benji's girlfriend <laughs> shows up um but she's not so much his girlfriend as basically like an intern that he's banging <laughs> um, and she's like way too into high school like I questioned how recently she was in high school so mm. he might want to check her ID before proceeding <laughs> I mean it's the damage has already been done he's age five clinger <laughs> so true <laughs> um Georgia joins the girls the mean girls on stage and they do a very weird angel Christmas Carol dance with the most amazing moves. Oh my God. <laughs> Janice Ian clearly did not <laughs> choreograph this one, but no. regardless, it probably would have been a good idea for Georgia to have joined like, I don't know, one rehearsal. <laughs> so bad <laughs> okay so it's so bad and it's like this is what i live for watching this movie oh yeah but here's what i don't understand like do they know that it's a bad performance like is it supposed to be a bad high school like a high school level of bad performance or i can't tell the pe if the people there are like into it into it or if they're like nostalgically reminiscent kind of into it my question was like do like these these four girls are the most talented singers in yeah. this entire high school like she's the <laughs> georgia is the captain of the glee club like, <laughs> what <laughs> i mean uh, <laughs> So the choreography, <laughs> the choreography was so bad. The lip syncing, like they're clearly lip syncing, really but bad. not synced at all. Like no. they're moving their lips and the pre-recorded track doesn't match up to their, their lip syncing. Yeah. Um, I don't understand like they won awards they're like yeah. trophies are still there at the school what do you think so I was like trying to remember back in time okay so are they trying to were they trying to make like Glee meets high school musical as a Christmas movie yeah maybe <laughs> because there's a lot of singing and dancing i mean the whole thing isn't a musical but there are multiple music like multiple. music breaks and then later i mean we get a like a duet between uh, georgia and ben and ben can sing he can and sing and it's obvious that it's him, that it's him. I, mean, I think I'm guessing that was those three girls, four girls. I don't know. I too. couldn't find that information. I know Georgia, that was her real voice in, in that song that, that song. she did. Yeah. yeah. And she, she can sing, I think, but the, the, the harmonizing <laughs> was bad. I think. Also her like barely kind of knocking over. I, I feel like they, chickened out from going big with the like knocking something over in the middle of the performance because it was like this kind of small mini thing and then she's like oh my god it's the most embarrassing moment of my life and yeah I was like, mm. okay 
I, I bet you've had a lot more embarrassing, embarrassing things happen that you should feel embarrassed about and just don't. <laughs> you have no like, wherewithal to understand it. Um, but yeah, she has, she's knocked the thing over. <laughs> she's had her most embarrassing moment. So she hides away to lick her wounds when she overhears her supposed friends talking shit on her. And so then she also hears some like music coming from the music room. So she escapes to Ogle Ben as he's acoustically jamming. Um, does the school not believe in door locks? Right. <laughs> Did they steal the only key to that room 10 years ago also? <laughs> Hide it in an old lock, you know, uh, locker. Um, but... I guess they remembered how to break in just like they remembered the lyrics to their ninth grade Christmas show song that they made up. And we get that, <laughs> that, that magical duet. <laughs> also, I like how they like mention like, remember the Christmas song with the lyrics we wrote together. So it's like, we know to know, like, this is an original. <laughs> she interrupts her own almost kiss with Ben after the song as she lives leans in and then gives Ben a loving head nudge instead um which left me just as confused as Ben <laughs> what <laughs> that is worse than friend zoning mm -hmm. um so it is a relief when he finally decides to lay it all on the table about why he ran off to Europe after graduation and that's where we will leave this act is there anything else you want to mention uh I mean, <laughs> don't have five hours but uh the outfits the, okay the angel costumes the angel costumes gave me like generic Victoria's Secrets fashion show vibes Very, with the yeah. angel wings and yeah. these like empire, you know, uh, hemmed like you know dresses that were sheer and they were barefoot i would really like to talk about the barefootedness about this like it was very interesting costuming it's gross okay yeah. sorry i am i have a thing about being barefoot <laughs> in gotcha. public like i just think it's disgusting but like they're just their feet are everywhere and i'm just like i don't want to see your feet yeah it's should they have been in should they have been in aqua socks instead <laughs> <laughs> ballet slippers i don't know i don't understand why they were barefoot it really bothered me i felt like maybe the um like costuming department was just like ugh, for fuck's sake <laughs> Too it was really gross. It was so gross. Yeah, I'm like, ew, Ugh. when's the last time that they cleaned that stage? Mm. And yeah, what are you getting on your feet? No, thank you. <laughs> the robes. The robes. <laughs> oh my god, the robes. The silk robes that they're wearing throughout this thing. Again, it's giving me generic Victoria's Secrets vibes. And my notes say softcore fluffer? <laughs> Question mark? So yeah, speaking of musical number, we've got a musical number, dance number, um, in 
this section as far as bingo tropes that we that they're pulling out i feel like we could maybe i feel like we're supposed to interpret georgia's like dance fall as some sort of adorably klutzy fall yeah trope um also i feel like they're kind of verging into the brush with the law trope with almost getting caught while toilet papering the office um and then we get the interrupted almost kiss when they sing their duet together her and ben and then you know of course ben walks in to ruin everything which takes us right into act four it wasn't me oh you do good so perfect okay great okay uh, ridiculous holiday sweater, Mr. Taylor, Brie Hamlin. He's wearing a ridiculous yes, holiday sweater. He totally is. And then I have token diversity with Brooke. I mean, you're not wrong. She is. She's the one character of yes. color who has lines. A, a speaking line. Yeah. Yeah. Get a couple in there. And. Again, I'd like to think that they would have, at the very least, had a a more diverse background actor selection. It's in. This is supposed to be set in Santa Barbara. Like, have these people ever been to Santa Barbara? <laughs> it's so diverse. Yeah, it's it's problematic. Repre- representation does yeah. not equate reality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so act four, Craig has wandered right in and it's interrupted the almost kiss maybe moment that was about to happen as Ben is going to, you know, divulge why he left. And um, so we've got act four, it wasn't me. Just as Ben starts to explain his past, his past 10 years and obvious feelings for Georgia, of course, dumbass Greg waltzes in <laughs> and sweeps dumbass Georgia off her feet for a walk <laughs> through their dumbass old stomping grounds. Um, ben is crushed and I would have left at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. Bitch ain't worth it. (laughs) No. Um, She truly is the worst if she sees this guy as anything other than a giant tool. Like, Greg is such a snooze and he's so lame. Um, She starts to reminisce about great memories and Craig is like, dude, that was Ben, but uh, let's get back together. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Ben repeatedly comes close to his epic reveal, you know, of love for her, but that he has obviously planned for the night, um, only to constantly be upstaged by Craig, the khaki dud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Legit question, does Georgia have amnesia? Because she keeps from misremembering literally everything. I found that really odd for someone who's like stuck in the past. Yeah. She's deranged. <laughs> like, how can she be expected to see reality 
in any truthful way. She's like into this guy who like could give a shit about her. Like he doesn't, she goes up to him. She finally musters like the courage to talk to him after looking at him from afar for like half of the movie. And then, and then she's like, it's Georgia. And he's looking at her like he has no fucking idea who she is. He has no idea. And she's like, apparently they dated for a long time. How do you not remember who your high school ex is? And and then he's like, oh, he's been working. He's been working for his dad. He still work. He still lives at his parents' house, and he has quote sick pool parties. And <laughs> I'm like, this guy is such a loser. Total like, loser. He's like, she's fawning over this loser. And then I'm like, wait, she's kind of a loser. So it, I guess it's meant to be. <laughs> they both peaked in high school, so it's both meant. You know, like they're meant for. Each- it does. It does seem like it would be a good matching. Like I could see how those two people would have a relationship. Yes. I do not see how she would have a relationship with Ben. <laughs> exactly. Um, speaking of Ben, the food fight scene. <laughs> Jonathan Bennett plays school cafeteria fight scenes really well. So good. He was having so much fun. <laughs> I know. I was like, that was A plus Aaron Samuels level, mm-hmm. like dive to the ground. It was like he got to play that ridiculousness again. Um, who has a bowl of peas at a school cafeteria for a food fight? <laughs> Did you see the two baguettes? Like who eats big ass baguettes? All of the foods were amazing. I was like giant plate of spaghetti. Spaghetti. Like all of these, like not this is that wasn't what was in my like cafeteria baguettes. (laughs) Giant bag. There was a student there with a full-on mustache. They just got every 35-year-old that they could find and were like, you play a high school student. You play a high school student. This is why I love this movie, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> um, they officially kick Georgia out of the Glee Club and perform without her. But she rallies and boots fake Regina George off of the stage for one last moment in the spotlight to perform a solo and tearfully thank everyone for having voted for her to be (laughs) most likely to succeed back in high school because it really still meant a lot to her. Um, I believe Tim Meadows said it best. Um, You don't really need to give a speech here. Yeah. (laughs) What? I was like, I was like dying at that like whole thing where you know they're like, "You're Georgia, get up there and show them, like, do your solo," because dear lord, this girl has managed to make everyone's experience from high school through the last ten years literally all about herself. <laughs> I was like, "Sit down, Georgia. Nobody gets." <laughs> fuck about you yeah she's they like i gotta don't... get back on stage nobody cares about you jordan yeah, i think that's the true lesson of this movie is to realize that you think that everyone is thinking about you but in reality no one's thinking about you yeah no one's ever worrying about you worry about yourself before you worry about what others think about you yeah yeah okay <laughs> should have brought this up earlier okay 
George's dress. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. If you haven't seen, if you haven't watched the movie yet and you're listening, okay, I'm going to describe this dress. It's like empire waist, right? And it has rhinestones or some sort of sequency, sparkly embellishments. And then the bottom hem <laughs> is a zigzag hem a zigzag white hem that looks like Wilma Flintstone's yes. a Wilma Flintstone costume. That's literally yeah. what it looks like. And then I got to thinking, okay, so her mom works at this high school. She went to this high school and she's walking around this party with a stain all over her white dress because the football hit the punch and she's walking yeah. around with this like punch stain all over her dress. Which and comes I, and goes. It's so inconsistent. The consistency was so, so out of whack. Bad um, continuity. Bad continuity. But I'm thinking, doesn't she live super close enough to where she could go home and change Pop into home a and change. different dress? Like she can super totally true. go home and change her dress and it'd be fine because that first outfit was a total disaster. She could have yeah. had a better outfit. And I don't know. Ugh. And then <laughs> instead she goes and like raids lockers until she can find just happens to find a sweater that someone has left in their locker like that she steals <laughs> to she like cover was, it up. She had so much time. So by the time, because they mentioned, they mentioned the time. Yeah. So she, yeah. after, at some point, right after she has the punch fall on her, there's like, uh, there's a line I forgot who says it but someone mentioned it's like it's hour. like that's in an hour we have in an hour so she literally has an hour to go home and change yep no and, excuses I would have I would have changed into a better dress because if she's really trying to impress her ex or whatever I would want to be dressed better than what she was wearing especially walking around with a stain on her dress um also to be like Hi, Greg. I'm a fashion designer. <laughs> exactly. So Tori, the mean girl, the, the Regina George of this movie, she desperate, like she obviously has feelings for Craig. And we yeah. are assuming there was some sort of a triangle because in the flashbacks, we see Georgia looking at Craig smiling. And then we see Tori looking at Craig smiling. And then we learn that Georgia broke up with Craig on what hope was it their prom, prom. because she thought he was prom. cheating on her with yep. with tori so it's been established there's like this weird like you know love triangle right definitely a weird love triangle so i'm thinking again tori is this high fashion model why is she still harboring feelings for craig if she's such this big deal if like this was like you know, I don't know, like a hot model going back to high school, like, wouldn't she have gotten over? It's been over 10 years. But like, emotionally, yeah. she peaked in high school. She can't get past it. She can't get yeah. past it. And I'm just, I, yeah, I, I took it as like, okay, so she is there to literally just do some sort of takedown of Georgia like talk her into going to only try to make her look a fool or right. to even like bring her there but then be like oh you don't know the dances and the songs but as well but 
I can step in and, and take over for you. Uh, I think like the, the bigger thing is just that Georgia doesn't recognize it like mm-hmm. until the last act. Cause she's too busy with her like doe eyed and just being like, ah. and being like, Oh gee, I'm a genius. Ah. <laughs> wow. Just bubbling through life. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> that cheer routine that she did by herself. <laughs> Go present. Cringe. Absolute cringe. And then, isn't she barefoot again? I'm just like, oh, put yes. some goddamn shoes on. And then. Well, it certainly just- riles up the guys because after that, <laughs> my other favorite line amigos, football Americano. <laughs> What are you even saying right now, Craig? Oh my God. I just, I feel. That's the most diversity that happens in the movie. Oh my God. The Latin, the Latinx population in Santa Barbara. I looked up the numbers. I wrote, I, I completely scrapped talking about it because it's just, I would get too, I'm very passionate about, about, you know. It's a lot. It's a lot higher than one girl who didn't even go to the school. She doesn't even go here. Literally in Santa Barbara County, the Latinx population is significantly more than the white population. It's really good now. to know that. But it's it, anyway, that's a different thing. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> to go back to that cheer thing. So it really reminded me of like the SNL skit with Will Ferrell and Sher- Sherry O'Terry. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the Spartan spirit. And, yeah. you know, for me, I felt, and I'm sure you probably felt this too. I don't know. Did, there seemed like a disconnect in terms of direction and acting. I feel like yeah. the writing, I'm sorry, the writing and the, the direction, like the writing is very drama. The writing is not funny. Well, the majority yeah. of it, at least not all the yeah. characters are funny, but the direction was pure comedy. Like I felt yeah, like- Yeah, they played the, it really s- slapstick. Yes. And so I feel like if we would have had, if we would have made- fun of it more I feel like if the writing was more lighthearted I feel like if it wasn't taking itself so seriously and then we had those moments where she's falling and we had those moments where she looks like an idiot like it would have been more enjoyable in terms of a comedy but I think it's just this movie takes itself too seriously did you okay so but did you see Ben's face when he was up there like his face yeah what the fuck like if they if we would have seen more of that like Jonathan Bennett, thank you. Just thank you. Yes, for, for, he was great in this movie. For just being, I love him. Being per usual and just <laughs> putting a smile on my face every time you're on the screen. But um, if everyone played at that level, if everyone was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" It would have been so much funnier because I laughed when they showed his face. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it would be a fun movie to have it be where it's like people who are very evidently still stuck in high school and the other people who are like, um, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and those kind of interactions. Yeah. I feel like that would be a more interesting movie to play out. For sure. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, the um, the bingo in this section, there's a lot, but not so much as far as the tropes going on, yeah. mainly because we get just multiple song and dance numbers. Um, so we, uh, in this section of the movie, the love triangle, the love triangle really gets complicated <laughs> as, you know, we've, we've got actually a couple of the love triangles going on here with Ben trying to pour out his soul to Georgia, who's just not paying attention at all and only chasing after Craig. And then um, what is the intern girl's name? Brooke. Brooke, babbling Brooke, as she calls her multiple times. Brooke. And her love triangle with Ben, who she finally realizes, oh, you're totally into Georgia. And so we have a holiday breakup between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And she recovers very, very quickly as she goes and immediately is like plugged in with the jock scene she was i i know she's meant to be like annoying but i thought she was really adorable like when she was on the dance floor just jamming by herself and i'm like that's i love like it was just like so pure she was just like so adorable yeah i feel like (laughs) we're supposed to be like uh oh when she shows up Mm -hmm. uh and and i also do love his face when she shows up like he's like what are you doing here (laughs) why did you think this was an appropriate thing for you to do yeah but um i also loved how she interacted with everyone there so yes i'm here for babbling brooke Mm -hmm. all right last act would you say sorry oh yeah go for it no chemistry between the actors. Yes, I'm sorry. Absolutely. That was like major. <clears throat> I feel like um, they kind of have friend chemistry. Like, yeah, I guess a little mm-hmm. um, in that uh, of more of, or they have a little bit more of that like jocular kind of interaction. Yeah. But it's really kind of just on his end. Yes. He's, he's doing a lot of acting work. He's, and she, she's not pulling her way. No. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for calling that out. <laughs> uh, I think at some point I kind of just glazed over <laughs> trying yeah. to pull things in. No, I, I, yeah, it's, this movie's already too much. It's longer than it needs to be. <laughs> like, seven song and dancing it's too long <laughs> um so yeah so act five last act of the movie i'll go wherever you will go which did play in the background wow. of the scene um it's secret santa time at the holiday reunion because okay <laughs> um somehow both ben and georgia got each other or chose each other Um, I feel like they don't really understand how Secret Santa works for this movie. Um, But Ben gifts Georgia a sweet drawing of her that he did in high school, although it legitimately looks literally nothing like her. So now I question his art skills. Um, And she gifts him a Bowie-esque rock star jacket that she made in high school. 
Thank you mean you. that wizard costume? <laughs> I added more lame because I know how much you like it. <laughs> like spirit of Halloween <laughs> costume party city. Um, Georgia finally clues in that Greg and Regina gaslit her all those years ago and cheated together and still have a little something brewing on the side. So she finally gets over that for good, which is great because she also has just finally realized that rekindling that relationship was really just a sad attempt to relive her pathetic high school glory days instead of actually getting a real job. It's like, hey, good job. Um, <laughs> ben is going to just totally take off. And Georgia chases him down and apologizes for not recognizing a good thing when she had it. And they walk back into the gym for one last dance as everyone looks on in amazement. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you need to tell us that the two people who've been sneaking aside for constant personal interactions are actually into each other? This is shocking. <laughs> We've never would have suspected. But it's so funny to me because, like, literally everyone, like, parts to let them walk in yeah. and they're all like oh, wow and someone in the background literally says literally a line in it goes this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> they kiss yay they're gonna they're gonna be together now they have one last last dance number to play it out and all i've got to say about that is gruel <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we've got a Santa suit for the Secret Santa. Yes. We have Secret Santa. Um, someone learns a lesson when, uh, like, Georgia finally clues in and is also like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't actually, am not actually interested in you. Mm -hmm. um, best friend finds love for... Um, well, it definitely seems like with Brooke and one of the jock guys, but then also yeah. our lead, uh, Joe, jock, jockey Joe, and the, the Karen character, the, oh, yeah. the friend, the, the friend who's been like food shamed the entire oh. movie and they meet cute grabbing a cupcake and. And I think that they're going to have a fabulous life together. Yeah. I would like much rather see their spinoff movie. Exactly. Um, so yeah, best friends find some love. We have a declaration of love from uh, Georgia, finally to Ben. And of course, love was there all along. Um, so the center square, <laughs> I'm curious what you picked to be center square for this movie. So um, Craig does this dance <laughs> move <laughs> where it's like, a, like he like fluffs his center part, like he fluffs his hair <laughs> and he does this sidestep move. And if you're listening, you have to watch it. It's very subtle. It's like a seven seven minutes of amazing dancing. Um, it's on uh, one hour, eight minute, and the 16 second mark. And Lindsay, I just texted it to you because I want you to see it in real time. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't wait. This is amazing. I was like seeing texts coming in. 
<laughs> you have to see this dance move. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> God, I want a loop of it. <laughs> Just watch it. It's so good. He's fluffing, he's flipping his hair like left to right as he's doing a sidestep. It's so good. He's also going like one, two, yeah. three. Yeah. One, two, yeah. three. <laughs> so good. Amazing acting. Um, what was your center square? I can't stop watching this. So good. So good. Yeah, it's just so good. Um, my center square because I literally could not unpack it at all throughout the entire movie. I was like, this this whole B plot line storyline is my center square for this movie. The what? the hell storyline with Harry Hamlin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, I mean, we've already discussed that he's the one who's, like, thrown this party. <laughs> and then I guess because it's under some sort of guise that he's trying to get people to volunteer for some sort of marine something it kind of seems like it's like an after school club <laughs> that he's trying to pull like adults into who's <laughs> very confused by that um but yeah he's like i've got the sign up out here and he's obviously supposed to be very like trying to play it as some sort of nutty professor character who's hapless and like no one takes him seriously but also he's Harry Hamlin so he's like very good looking yeah but then they're trying to make him be like oh he's nerdy wears glasses and at some point he's like talking through with a magnifying glass over his mouth so yeah. isn't that isn't that silly it's making his mouth look so big like I was just like at every turn, I don't understand what's happening with Harry Hamlin's character in this movie, but I especially don't understand what's happening between him and the, like, Gretchen Wieners character, Katie. if you will. Yeah. yeah. Who is Weird. determined to hook up with him at the party. Like, that is super not okay to just throw in also a storyline that's like and like the girl from the high school like she was a student but now she can hook up with her teacher i mean i think yeah it's all icky it's, it's all creepy weird. and it's weird yeah. right like yeah i get it harry hamlin's a good looking guy like even when you put a a a ridiculous holiday sweater on him and then you you have him in these glasses and then like he's he's still a good looking guy like he you know and then you know that part when they had the toilet paper underneath his foot and I'm just like yes when has that been funny that's not funny um yeah yeah it's so weird that like what I don't know and he can act so I don't know what was going on like that character was so underdeveloped and just the O face that that girl makes is so creepy like she's literally that's what i was 
having an orgasm as he's reading out chemical compounds. That's what I noted. I was like, talk dirty periodic table of elements to me, H2O baby. I was like, no, 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 no. This is not okay. It was so weird. And then, like, she, she's like gorgeous. And like, but did you absolutely see gorgeous? How she like, she was like all cross-eyed. She, like, crosses her eyes, cross-eyed, and, and I was like, this her, is like, comedy. Knuckle. This is comedy, but it's creepy. Like they should have played it more comedy than creepy. Like her saying, "I'm." I'm legal now or what was her like what was she saying? Yeah, something like, like that. I'm legal. I'm like that's gross. That's not It funny. is gross. No. And it's like the implication that he's like, "Oh, yes. I've I remember you from high school like you were always inappropriately coming on to me and I had to you know, fend you off or is it like Oh, yes, I remember you. You were one of my, like, prized pupils, and I never knew you had a thing for me, but now we can get together. Like, literally none of these are less creepy. They're all creepy. It's all creepy. Every <laughs> single no part scenario. of it. And her wearing that silk robe, and then, like, ugh, it, it just gave me the creeps, dude. It was so... Also, I... I think this was yeah not okay I think it that it I mean it was so what the fuck I was like I've never seen this in a movie one of these movies I'll never see it in another one it's definitely my center square okay we we definitely already established that there is no chemistry between the leads um but um I am curious on a reality check from you so like what did you look up (laughs) Yeah, we've got some heavy hitters in the cast. Marita Grabiak was the director, and she's directed a couple of our favorite shows. She's done episodes of uh, Lost. She's done episodes from uh, Alias and Buffy and Angel. Like, she's done some... She's she's done a lot of television. Interesting. uh, Yeah, so... um, thought that was interesting and, and I, I liked the direction. I wish there was more comp, you know, I wish the writing reflected what the direction was. Yeah. Rachel Boston is Georgia Hunt. She, we've seen her in Witches of East End. She's been mm-hmm. on the TV series in Plain Sight. She's done dozens of Christmas TV movies, uh, Christmas Carousel, Check In to Christmas, A Christmas in Tennessee, Christmas in Angel Falls, <laughs> A Rose for Christmas. I mean, needless to say, this isn't the last time you were, you're going to hear rachel boston being mentioned in our podcast there's probably gonna be more movies where we're gonna have her (laughs) in it uh she's done so many of these movies but um interesting there'll probably be like 50 percent less singing though (laughs) interesting fact i found out about her is she is a distant relative of kate middleton Oh. Yeah. From her mom's side, apparently she is her second cousin eight times removed. Oh, wow. Which is very interesting, right? Yes. Yeah. I feel like it's then shocking to me if she hasn't done like a royal Christmas movie of some sort. Oh, it'd be so good. (laughs) She should. I am. She would be a very good American fish out of water bumbling around falling in love with the prince 
liked i've seen her in other things i i watched the witches of east end show i think yeah. she was good in that so i don't know john prescott played craig greg whatever <laughs> craig greg uh he hair push hair push <laughs> hair push hair, hair, push, hair push. The, whenever we have dance parties once again i am going We're to get a hair push going to introduce that dance move into my everyday life uh john prescott played maggie's boyfriend uh in the holiday do you remember the actor who Shannon Sossaman was cheating on Miles with, or Maggie's character, you know how she goes. That was off? him. He go- yeah, so she goes off to New Mexico to film. This yeah, movie, and then and then they're out the walking. Yeah, yep. and they're walking outside. Yeah, oh, I That's gotta him. go. That's I gotta him. go rewatch that. I know. So I mean, fun, I don't think right? he, he doesn't have like a line. He doesn't, all, but that's think. him. It's him. Oh, I wish I he was doing. That. If he was doing his signature dance movie, we totally would have known. <laughs> I know we just didn't recognize it. Okay, <laughs> how long of a time frame was that between when what was the holiday made? Uh, two thousand seven was was the holiday. Two thousand and six. You were close. Six. So yeah. he six years <laughs> <laughs> of preparation to <laughs> <laughs> work on the the hair. The hair fluffing. Oh my god! It's so good. You guys, please watch it. Go back and watch John Prescott just give us some comedy gold. It's an amazing seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, thank you. Loving it. Would you recommend this movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I yes. love it. <laughs> Even, I mean... We've definitely highlighted that there are some problems with mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. Aside from just like the level of badness, but it's such, it's one of those that is like so deliciously terrible to watch. <laughs> I, I watch this movie every year At, around yes. Christmas time. This is on my <laughs> playlist of movies that I watch every year because it's so funny. I, I mean, would you, you know, do, do you think that, Holiday High School Reunion or Christmas Crush is a more appropriate name. Holiday High School Reunion is so right? much better. It just right? Christmas Crush. It's like who are you? Ha- what? Who's the crush? Who's the crush? Christmas, Who's crush? You've been in, it's all like people you've been interested in for ten plus years. I feel like that doesn't constitute a crush. It doesn't make sense. The like, title doesn't make. You're sense. like. Christmas, I've been pining away for an old flame. Yeah. Holiday anyway. High School Reunion sounds so much Holiday better. H- I agree. I agree. Holiday High School Reunion. Um, well, <laughs> we that's our show <laughs> on that, on that <laughs> note. On that note, <laughs> that is our show. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Meet Cute and Mistletoe. <laughs> And we also hope you enjoyed Christmas Crush, a.k.a. a high school reunion. Um, So, you know, bye. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) On that note. 
Subscribe to Meet Cute and Mistletoe wherever you get your podcasts. Write a review, share with your friends, check out our website at meetcuteandmistletoe.com to get the episode recipes and more. And connect with us on social at mcmistletoepod on Twitter and Meet Cute and Mistletoe on all other platforms. Meet Cute and Mistletoe is produced by Kelly Ray and Lindsay Hathaway. Music and audio by Grendel. Artwork by Renee Granillo.